0: Johnny King. Hey, thanks for checking in on this episode of the Johnny King Show. And I'm excited. I'm always excited when I talk about relationships. Uh, Because as my grandfather once told me, no cog moves, no train or 18-wheeler moves unless a sale happens. And a sale only happens when people come into relationship with each other and uh he more or less was saying that everything in life is built on relationships and there's nothing more important than relationships so i think that ingrained in me as a little guy uh the importance of relationships and i've just always loved them i have so many amazing friends that i'm so blessed um man that if you don't have if you don't have friends go get a friend i remember when i was in second grade that I was uh like my first day of school or something like that, I was new, there's this other kid named Harry Harry Karaginus. what's up Harry? <laughs> oh man i'll never I'll never forget his last name, Karaginus. it sounds like kinda naughty, you know Karaginus. Harry, his first name being Harry anyways uh we're also to like do something and like hair up or something like that. And we were like the last two and we we're both kind of standing next to each other. And he's like, Hey, uh, do you want to be my friend? I was like, yeah, I'll be your friend. He's like, okay. And then we were best friends <laughs> for that entire year. It was that easy. So if you don't have friends, just go ask someone if, uh, they'll be your friend. That's not crazy or, uh, you know, awkward at all. Uh, I had a, my most recent coaching conversation with my coach, Christine Hasler. Shout out to Christine. She's amazing. Ridiculously amazing. Every single call, I'm like amazed. So uh, we kind of jumped into a conversation about uh, relationships and needs versus neediness. And it's so fascinating. I mean, this is something I've, I've kind of studied a little bit before, but I hadn't really put things together until she just has this way of articulating ideas. that's just like, man, just kind of like aha after aha so if you have not gone and followed her uh check out christine hasler on instagram or christinehasler.com anyway shameless plug she didn't put me up to that that was uh i'm not being compensated for that (laughs) in fact i'm paying her okay so that's how much i stand by her um but anyways a lot of these ideas come from our call we just had Uh, but I kind of put them in some of my own words and then put some of my own stories in it, uh, in terms of like how I want to kind of kick off this idea. So, um, one of the first questions that she asked that I kind of want to ask you as a listener too, is when you were growing up, did you get a lot of loving affirmation? Did you feel seen? Did you feel safe in your home environment? Um, did you feel that way with your parents? You know, did you feel like both of them, uh, Where was there a lot of that loving affirmation, you know? Uh, secondarily, did you see your parents give each other the love they, that they needed? Okay, not only did you get it from them for yourself, but did you see them giving it to each other? And then lastly, I mean, I, I guess for a lot of us, Uh, if there's any sense of abandonment or absence by any of your parents, um, like, then you've got to know that it's going to impact your feelings in romantic relationships with your significant others as an adult. It certainly has for me, okay? So in connecting the dots and how that might impact your life, let's dig in a little bit more, okay? So in regards to, like, just very intimate, romantic relationships. When you fall in love with someone, it provides fertile ground for just triggering all of your childhood shit, (laughs) okay? All of your childhood wounding. Um, And side note, it's it's completely natural and normal for unresolved childhood wounds to show up in relationships. I think it's almost by design (laughs) because for many, many years, um, I've been kind of avoiding... Uh, those relationships that would trigger some of those deepest, darkest wounds. And thus I would find myself in relationships that were safe or I was in relationships with women that I just wasn't super psyched about, but it was good enough, right? Companionship was better than than actual love in some regards. So anyways, off of that side note, um, if those childhood wounds continue to go unresolved as you get older, right? You'll only be as needy as your unmet needs. Does that make sense? Like meaning you'll you'll only need from your significant other to the degree that you didn't get those needs met as a child. Okay? When Christine said that the other day, like my mind was blown. I'm like, oh, shit. Wow. That just goes to show how important parenting is for future generations, you know? So for instance in my life, even though my dad is 100% in my life right now, we talk on a very regular basis, almost every single day. And I have a, a tremendous relationship with him now. It doesn't really matter as much because who he was when I was a little boy still emotionally injured me. Now, he didn't do it maliciously. I understand that. And that's why I'm able to have such a great relationship with him now. I empathize. But at the time, I didn't, get it you know what i mean so for for you let's say you had a parent who was absent okay um or perhaps they were around however they weren't emotionally present that often right that's kind of how my dad was my dad was around but he was just kind of so into his own thing that he wasn't always emotionally present okay It would be completely valid, though, if you had any sense of, like, abandonment issues or uh, absence of your parents. It would make sense. It would be completely valid for you to have experienced that feeling of, like, yeah, like, of being abandoned as a child, okay? Or, Or feeling, at the very least, a sense of confusion, okay? So, let's just say you're a guy listening to this. Well, it doesn't really matter, ultimately, but let's just say mom wasn't there for you. Okay. And as a result, there's an unmet need from the feminine to feel loved, cherished, and let's just say most of all to, to just just to know where you stand because with mom not being around for for all those years and for all these various reasons that you just didn't know how she felt about you, right? So you'd be confused, maybe you'd be angry, bitter, whatever. So you kind of probably be questioning at times as you're growing up like did she leave for other reasons was it my fault did she leave because she didn't love me did she leave uh like why was she not there okay um and that confusion and insecurity and doubt is going to show up in romantic relationships especially when you love a woman or a man (laughs) right whoever your significant other is and you really care about them, okay? So really the more that we care, the more those unmet needs rise to the surface and the more vulnerable we become, right? Like that's why it's like, is the juice worth the squeeze? Like as far as we're willing to to go in and let ourselves really fully invest in a relationship is often the amount of kind of amazing Amazingness that we're allowed to feel in the relationship, but also potentially the amount of pain that we can feel you know i I've not been I've been very open to say that in my past relationships you know my my failed marriage was the 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 hardest thing that I've ever experienced in my life to date so I don't know if you've been through you know i'm sure if <laughs> if you've been on this planet long enough. You've been through a breakup, and whether it's an official marriage or not, like, man, when you really love someone and it doesn't work out, it it's kind of seems like what's, what's the point of living anymore, right? And so I guess the question is, can you see how some of this need for reassurance from your significant other is actually coming from various unmet and unresolved needs of your absent parent? And when I started thinking about that, I'm like, oh, man, that's that's certainly very true for me, has shown up in a lot of my past relationships and still shows up. And that's why I want to bring this up, because I think it's so important. I, you know, I, I meet a lot of guys, especially with working with guys, you know, there's a lot of shame around this sense of like, oh, I need support, or I need like very few guys out of their own free will reach out for coaching support. And that's not to say that's right or wrong. I just don't personally get it. Like I have had a coach ever since I was 29 pretty much all the time. And that's not just because I'm addicted to personal development or that I always feel like I I have no sense of self-worth or self-esteem that I always need a coach to to build me up. I just feel like, man, you know, the whole idea of if if you're lost and someone else knows how to get to some place, it's either time <laughs> Or, or ego, or, or humility that you're ultimately sacrificing. And I will, I'll, I'll sacrifice a sense of ego any day if it'll get me to where I want to go faster, right? But for a lot of guys, that sense of ego doesn't allow them to reach out for help. And so that's why I'm saying this. If you're a guy listening to this, we all have egos. Don't get me wrong. But men especially, right? The masculine oftentimes we'll we'll use the ego for various needs, and that's probably a whole nother podcast we could go into right but this is how it turns up for me in my in my past you know when I was in a relationship years ago with a woman where both of our abandonment issues reared their ugly heads uh and waged war against each other and against ourselves, okay I didn't realize this I can see it in retrospect a lot easier, of course. I could see the forest from the trees, but at the time, it was it was tough. And so if you've not been a, a listener to, to this show, my father was wrestling with his own demons for much of my life, and he found his solace in his work. He was a workaholic for a, a bunch of my life until I was 29, really. And so he, he did, though, do an amazing job providing financially. However, as a little guy what I what I didn't need was money and what I needed was actually his attention, his love, his masculine guidance, all of which I have now. Um, but it also made me realize <laughs> the true value of money, right? And how it doesn't bring happiness. It can bring you options. Um, it can buy you time at times, for sure. But a lot of times, money in and of itself doesn't bring you happiness. And for little kids they ultimately need the guidance, the love, the attention of their parents, okay? So for my significant other in this particular relationship that I'm thinking of, her father was very similar to mine in many regards, okay? So we both experienced seeing the pain of our mothers go through not receiving the love that they desperately wanted from their husbands, okay? So sidebar, if you haven't heard of the whole iceberg theory. You know, it's like the iceberg, you, you only see five percent of it sticking above the the water. Ninety five percent of the mass is below the water that you can't see. Very similarly, ninety to ninety five percent of our actions, behaviors, and thoughts come from our unconscious um like <laughs> wound woundingness, woundedness comes from our blueprints, comes from our drivers. Okay? Our values our pains, our pleasures, things like that. So most of the stuff uh, that we are actually driven by in our actions, behaviors, and thoughts are not consciously aware to us, okay? And most of them, if not all of them, are seeded within our childhood experiences. To me, that just makes sense, okay? So for me growing up, I envisioned... Because I was so like upset and angry and resentful at my father until we made peace and and I grew up a lot, I envisioned being the exact opposite of my father when I'd eventually get the opportunity to to marry someone right now, for my significant other in this particular relationship, she envisioned being with a man who would pay attention to her <laughs> to make her feel validated and seen, just adored you know she wanted to be honored and cherished um in ways that her father came up short in treating her mom, you know? So that challenge is that, I guess the challenge in all this is that when it comes to our unmet needs from our childhood, when we try to get our partner to meet those needs, okay, it can end up actually pushing them away. It can actually end up repelling them. Because what happens is when we show up in a relationship and we're coming from that place of our woundedness, right we're coming from our own childhood woundedness it unconsciously can shut our partner down because they're feeling that woundedness you know it's like well i won't even go into that but it's like they're not feeling the adult or the grown up within us they're just feeling that needy child right now make sure you understand that there's a difference between having needs and being needy okay needs having needs comes from that place of like confidence and like yeah i need water yeah i need food and oxygen i need love i need to you know you you get my point where where neediness can oftentimes feel like if you are <laughs> suffocating or you're underwater like that's that's a lot more of like the desperation of like i must Have this, and it completely changes the the energy that we give and receive in that regard. Okay. So, in this relationship that I was talking about, my previous relationship, because of my lack of maturity and education, whenever my significant other showed up as needy, I would often hold back. I would withhold giving her what she needed. And I would either do this consciously, but I think a lot of times it was kind of subconscious because I didn't want to reward her whenever she was needy, okay? The the challenge with that, though, because I was kind of (laughs) acting out of my own uh, woundedness, childhood woundedness and neediness, right? That unfortunately that behavior of mine made her feel extremely unsafe, okay? And it triggered in her her worst fears of being in a relationship where her man withheld his love out of his own woundedness right it was exactly what she had seen happen in her parents relationship so not surprisingly what do you think happened she pushed the big red button and ejected she left the relationship she was out okay so the problem with thinking your partner um within your intimate relationship must fulfill your every need okay is that you can you can be assured that they're either consciously or subconsciously aware of or feeling your wounded, needy child, okay? Which certainly doesn't make them lean in, okay? If anything, it pushes them away, like I said. And number two, you, you just have to know that your soul, um, or as, as my coach said, like uh, your psyche, it's always seeking to heal and to grow. And so the truth is, had I met those needs of my partner many years ago, she would never have been given the opportunity to heal it within herself. Okay. Because if I hadn't enabled it, I'd ultimately become her dealer, if you will, right? Her, her source. And she would never have to actually confront it. Now, who knows if she ended up, you know, working through these things and healing these things on her own. But that was, you know, that was ultimately her choice to, to move beyond the relationship, you know, because a lot of times it's just, at least I know outside the relationship that I won't be triggered and I'll feel safe. And I can kind of be, I can have that within control. Right. But the real work and the change for you listening to this is to heal your woundedness within yourself. Okay. You cannot depend on it, on your other partner, your significant other to do this. Okay. Because when you actually do this yourself, you won't need your significant other to fill your neediness because it won't be around so much. You'll be more confident in yourself. You'll be um, you'll be confident in your own sense of self worth, right? I. Uh, you'll just be able to to reassure yourself that you're safe, that you're desirable, that you're wanted, which ironically <laughs> results in greater levels of self confidence, right? Which is sexy as fuck sexy af. So ultimately, when your partner feels less of that neediness energy and more of the self-love energy that you just imbibe and you radiate, you know, you better watch out. <laughs> because they won't be pushing that big red button and wanting out of the relationship. They'll actually be pushing that big green button meaning let's let's go and they'll be leaning into the relationship even more. Okay? So that's my two cents worth when it comes to neediness versus just your needs. You know, I hear a lot of people talk about like, well, I don't need a man. I don't need a woman. I don't need this. Like having needs doesn't make you weak, okay? Coming from a place of woundedness and coming from a place of neediness, that makes you definitely come off as less desirable, okay? Less wanted, less... uh, just that sense of strength and groundedness that we all probably want to, to exemplify even more in our lives, you know? So for what it's worth, I hope you enjoyed this. Hope you got something out of it. Uh, My mind was blown when I heard some of these ideas come from my coach and I hope uh, I was able to kind of pass along some of these ideas to you as I promised uh, many episodes ago when I first started working with her. I'm like, what I find out I'm going to pass along to you. So, Anyways, I would love to hear your thoughts. Feel free to to share this with any of your friends and family. And listen, hey, guys, if you are a gentleman listening to this and any of this resonated, if you are the type of guy who is just open to improving yourself but you definitely feel stuck, you feel like, man, what you're doing right now doesn't work, maybe you don't know exactly where you want to go with your life, but what you do know is what you're doing isn't working you just feel like you're kind of stuck in the rut of various life patterns that are getting you nowhere, then I want to hear from you because I'm putting together right now as a program in development, it's an epic men's program, a 90-day program where you're going to have so many amazing things. Not only are you going to obviously move your life along in a major, major way, but you're going to be able to connect with a a greater growing brotherhood of like-minded guys we are going through very similar things with you, um, and you're really going to be able to level up. So if any of that sounds good to you, go to johnnyking.com backslash stuck. <laughs> Throw in your name and email address, um, and I will notify you as soon as something is available um, and is online ready to support you. But that is johnnyking.com backslash stuck. It's really focusing on how to level up your physical life, your, your physical health, your uh, mental health, your relational, financial, spiritual, your life in general, just so that you can be a king of your kingdom, you know, show up as a leader for your life and be, uh, be an example for good for future generations who need that guidance and that tutelage. I love that word, <laughs> tutelage. I really don't love it. It actually sounds kind of bad when it comes out of my mouth tutelage kind of like harry caraginus what's up harry sorry brother uh if you ever hear this anyways until we meet again thanks for listening we'll talk to you soon peace and i want to thank you so much for listening to the johnny king show and hey if you got something positive from this episode please subscribe to the show share it on your favorite social platform and then tag me in it so i can say hi it would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts, because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback, and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at JohnnyKing, Facebook.com backslash Johnny King men's coach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing. And we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.